0: episode 245 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by Bass Point Parkrun's most prolific not parkrunner, Ollie Spake. (sighs) Thank you, Mel.
1: And hello. Hello. How are you? I am good. And how was Bass Point Parkrun this week? It was good. It was a little modified this week, but... It was very festive and ugly, I'm very pleased to say. It was good fun to to get out there and as many bandanas that I could possibly or buffs I could possibly wrap around myself, which was helpful because it was windy. (laughs) It was also Sunday. (laughs) So (laughs) let's call myself adaptable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had a pretty busy set day, Ollie, so that's fine. Yeah. But I did see a photo of you on your Bass Point Park Run on a bridge pointing to something.
1: Well, this is where I'm so adaptable that technically I've been lying. The Saturday ugly Christmas day I was in fact also uh, running but I didn't go to Bass Point Park Run. Oh. Yeah.
0: Behind the curtain.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I was inspired. We had the Dazz's Cafe reports last week and the local Bailey shot uh, had mentioned uh, a certain bridge that Mm -hmm. I used to always like running to. So I ran out there knowing that it would take me a little further and encourage me a bit more. So my my not park run day was, in fact, a double not park run, no, a triple not park run distance. Again, very ugly and festive. And I got to go to the bridge. Didn't quite time the sunlight shot, but, yes, found that the timing was otherwise correct.
0: So this is Rebecca's bridge. Yes. With the sunlight at a certain time of day. But what were you pointing to? Was there something written on the bridge?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Was it
0: time?
1: It was time. Yeah, right. I thought, well, the writing was yellow. It said time.
0: Yes, it was really hard to read.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, drawing a bit of a long bow there, but it was time for an ugly celebration. It was also time for our English parkrunner friends to return as well. So it just jumped out at me.
0: Yeah, no, it was good. I assumed it had that English connection. So you hit the mark.
1: Yes, Thank you. But Mel, in Sundays, not park run, I did do that adapted version of the Bass Point, not park run. And I was getting really excited because it was quite windy. And I'm fortunate where I am with it being in the certain direction, it can actually work in my favour. So I had a nice tailwind. I was on track for the post-COVID PB, ironically back in lockdown, but nonetheless. <laughs> but yeah, as chance would have it, uh, yes, there was a headwind coming against me on the return there and uh, all of my good work was spoiled and it was not a post-COVID PB.
0: Aww.
1: It was still a good day.
0: At least you got out
1: there. Yeah, certainly thriving on the encouragement of everyone with their not park runs and sharing in everyone else's park run experience as well. But uh, what about your not park run day, Mel?
0: I can't even remember. It was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see, Ellis Palace Park Run, we had a theme you did. And we took inspiration from our live the previous week where yep. somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody mentioned that we looked like the Wiggles, Ollie.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And my brain just went, da da <laughs> Wiggles. Oh, that would be the, the best theme yes. for the next Alice Palace Park Run. So that was what I did. I spent my week sourcing appropriately coloured skivvies for myself and Zoe. <laughs> There was no balloons, thankfully, that needed to be inflated.
1: I was going to ask, how many balloons are still standing?
0: Oh, actually, <laughs> they all were deflated yesterday. Ah, uh, okay. So they're all uh, disposed of, but they did hang around for the full week.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: <laughs> yeah, And lovely, healthy fruit salad brunch at Ellis Palace Park Run. Um,
1: I was just thinking about those balloons, sorry, Mel, given they were all red, you weren't tempted to tape them all together as, as a big red car?
0: No, (laughs) no, no, I didn't think of that. Uh, Paul does have a red car, also didn't think of that. Never mind. (laughs)
1: Never mind, never (laughs) mind. I I hope everyone's, uh, of course, familiar with the Wiggles. I'd like to think that many people are.
0: It was a big weekend, Ollie. Yeah. I had a lot on my mind. There's a lot of other things going on. So we were going (laughs) for low-key themes and it was basically I did buy myself a yellow skivvy and a wig and that was about the extent of it. Other than we had fruit salad for brunch
1: Which is a big tick I think that had to be the brunch So well done
0: Thank you And I sent Zoe to scavenge in her toy box For something that was Dorothy the Dinosaur related And we managed to come up with a sun hat Oh yes, yes To put on Daryl And I bought him some roses Because Dorothy eats roses
1: I had forgotten that, yes Had you? Yeah
0: Shame on you (laughs) <laughs>
1: I need to brush up on my Wiggles trivia.
0: <laughs> anyway, that was Saturday morning, so it was a bit of a it was a bit of an easy theme this week. But I went out there and ran the course on my own, got it done, yeah. And then settled in to prepare for our live that we did for England, Ollie. England's back; they're home.
1: England's back. Welcome back. <laughs> Look again. Huge thank you to. Danny to Nicola and the whole With Me Now family for for having us and sharing with us their park run day experience. Wasn't it great, Mel? Yes. The weather was maybe a a little bit glum given the weather that they had been having, but I don't think it spoiled the spirits one bit. It was just lovely to see so many people clearly had been waiting for that day and and were there to enjoy it. Again, the, the observations around everyone being very patient, spread out, just sharing the day and and you could see see people that hadn't seen one another for such a long time just reconnecting it was yeah. uh, it was lovely.
0: Very apt that Parkrun is now home where it all began. Yeah but Ollie there was also events that returned in other countries we had a surprise event returning in the Netherlands
1: Yes. Caught me by surprise, absolutely.
0: Caught everybody surprised, I think. Maximo (laughs) Parkrun came back for their event number three. And we also had three events sneak back in Canada. Henderson Lake, River Valley, and St. Paulin. Don't know how to pronounce that, Ollie, but anyway. Canadians, please um, correct me.
1: Yes, let's hear from some of the Canadians out there.
0: I'll reach out to some friends, got some connections. <laughs> had I known, had yes. I had a heads up, I could have been all over it. But anyway, that's yeah. fine.
1: I have to admit, I have been checking the blogs here and there, but I'm a long way off being up to date, that's for sure. So
0: Yeah, well, they have a few events in Canada, so mm. that was just a small selection that came back. So we may, maybe we'll see more next week, who knows?
1: Yeah, We'll have to do some blog research. <laughs> and and so far as we know, we're, we're still in lockdown at uh, time of podcast release, so um, we can enjoy some more of the returns vicariously. <sighs> but, Mel, in the meantime, you got a bit of a double shot of Parkrun England's return this week, didn't you? Did I? You did. You did. Oh, you I did. Like- oh yes.
0: Yes. Hundred yes. percent I did. Yes. yes.
1: You were fortunate enough to catch up with another English park runner returning and sharing a bit more of the enjoyment and excitement of the return day. Should we have a listen?
0: I think we should. Our guest today is an RD at Lees's Park Run and Townmore Junior Park Run in the UK, and this morning he volunteered at the return of Lees's Park Run in Newcastle upon Tyne. He's completed 170 park runs in five countries and volunteered 130 times in 25 distinct roles. Welcome to the Park Run Adventurers Podcast, Dan Buckley.
3: Oh, good morning, Mel. Thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Oh, you're most welcome. But firstly, Dan, how did it feel to be back at Parkrun today after so long?
3: It was just such an amazing feeling. There's been so much talk about when it was going to return in England, and obviously it was delayed very slightly. But yesterday in the Lees's Park core team, the chatter on the the whatsapp group started to lift and you could just tell that everybody was excited about today coming and when we all met this morning for the pre-event setup there was just a feeling of excitement everybody looking forward to it obviously we were quite conscious that we made sure that it was done in a safe manner and we sort of went by the park run framework they've put in place and everything just went really, really well this morning. Everybody was in fantastic moods. There was lots of smiling and just really, really good time for England and for Parkrun.
0: And you volunteered today?
3: I did volunteer today. So I did pre-event setup, um, and then I did the first timers briefing. Now, we only had three first timers this morning, which was quite unusual. And then I was barcode scanning as well. Obviously, because of COVID, things have changed very slightly on how we do things, but it it went really well. Had you used the app before? I'm a big supporter of the app and have been for some time. So for me, it wasn't a problem. We had a couple of people that haven't used it before. But because the, the app is so simple and straightforward to use, pretty much anybody can use it.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. And so it was event 30 at Leesers today. Yep. Prior to the pause, they were averaging 155 runners. And so how many did you get today?
3: Well, we're just waiting for the final numbers, but our numbers were down a little bit today. And I think we had about 63. Okay. Now... Obviously, in Newcastle upon time, we've got three park runs here and I haven't seen the numbers that they've had. So whether people went to different events or whether people are still being slightly cautious, we're not quite sure. So I think it's going to take a few weeks to work out where it's going to be. But I'm quite confident we will get back to those numbers. But the best thing is we were back. That was it. Exactly. So um, just
0: put in context, whereabouts Newcastle upon Tyne is in relation to the
3: country, up the top? Okay. (laughs) So we are up in the northeast of the UK. So the Scottish border is not that far, but we're quite far up.
0: And for everybody that's listening, can you describe the course
3: at Lees's? Lees's Park is a stunning park that's got quite a lot of history to it. It's run by Urban Green and they look after all of the green spaces within the Newcastle region and are really good supporters of Park Run as a whole. Um, the park itself, the, the route itself, should I say, it's a three lap route and you run around the lake. So there's a bit of a, a hill going down to start you off and then round the bottom and then you run up that hill, which is the hardest bit. But it's a stunning course really nice.
0: And will you be able to run next week? Will you, is that your hope?
3: I'm Well, I'm run director next week. <sighs> um, the week after that, I'm doing Tailwalker. But the week after that, I'm just going there for me and to have a run. But I like to keep my volunteers and my running and try and get a happy medium of both.
0: And you're quite the tourist as well. You've done 68 yes. different events. Yes. But how did you find out about Parkrun?
3: Well, um, through a mutual friend of yours as well, uh, <laughs> Rachel McCracken, I'd never even heard of park run. And when I first met her, and she's saying about every Saturday morning, she, she goes and does this run. I didn't even run at that point. And I kind of got a little bit interested. And when I came to Australia and went to Berwick Springs, and that was my first ever park run. And that started all of this. And I actually
0: met you that morning. You
3: did. You did. <laughs> And then here we are, I think, five years later. Yes. You know, 170 runs, the volunteers, and it's become a way of life for me, like so many others.
4: And
0: you guys like to do a bit of touring. As I said, you've done five countries.
3: Absolutely.
0: So what are the countries that you've been to other than Australia and the UK?
3: Canada, America. And Poland and Poland, I actually did with some people you know, some fellow statesmen um, Michaela and paul Curtin. ah yes that 's right. You met them over there on their on one of their trips. We did, and we went um had a fact i can 't remember unfortunately the name of the the park run, but obviously we went there made very welcome. And again, it was a, another flag for the park run. For the challenges. For the challenges, absolutely. Yeah. So, Denny,
0: you're so close to the Scottish border, did you say, and you haven't yes. done a park run there?
3: Um, I have. I have. We've been over to Scotland, but it classes ah, as the UK. So you right. get the Union Jack flag rather than a Scottish flag. Oh, because we're all one, yes, united, absolutely.
0: And so, you're also an RD at Townmore Juniors, which I do know they're not back yet, are they?
3: No, it's we're close, Mm -hmm. they are talking about the dates of early August, but we're just currently waiting for some permissions to come in from some of the stakeholders that. Park runner working with. So fingers crossed, it will be early August. We all met up a few weeks ago just to go through and make sure we were going to get everything correct because it's been a long time that we haven't been there. So we're all ready. We're just waiting for the permissions now.
0: Is there many junior events as well up your way?
3: Um, it is building. I mean, round the kind of Newcastle, Durham region, there's three So, you know, it's becoming far more accessible for young park runners.
0: So I guess when you come back, you'll have the four to 14-year-olds straight off the bat. Yes. Because I believe now in the UK, all the 10 to 14-year-olds can go back to junior park run.
3: Yes, absolutely. So when we come back, we'll have everybody there.
0: And so you're a run director there as well. So you run director at, at a seniors and a juniors level.
3: That's correct.
0: And how did you become involved with Townmore Juniors?
3: I was actually approached by one of the other run directors who uh, is in the same running club as me and just said, you know, we're looking for, for run directors. I was quite involved with Lee's at that point and just asked me if I would like to be involved. And I just thoroughly enjoy the junior events because, you know, the children they get so much from it there's so much effort put in you know there's a social aspect as well not only for for the children but for the adults as well and what we all want to see is is these children just progressing their running and enjoy their running and you know when we come back there's going to be children there that we've not seen for 15 months mm. that are going to, they're bigger they you know they're running will have they will have been working on that and improved and yeah it, it's a great thing get a lot of enjoyment from it
0: yeah i was taken with just how much you get out of putting on the event for the children um and and they make their own little friendships
3: absolutely i've
0: seen that at Ainsbury you know kids that wouldn't normally cross paths and yep. forming little bonds and even zoe now she has made a friend and previous to that friendship forming she was a little bit reluctant to get up and come she she came along because I sort of dragged her obviously but now she wants to see her friend so she gets up and it comes out sometimes it's the only sort of social interaction she gets for the week
3: and that makes it such a positive thing and there's also the point of a little bit of healthy competition between certain children if that's what (laughs) they want from the event you know, that's not right for everybody, but I've noticed a couple of children every week and you can see them, you know, one one week, one the other, and it's just all good fun for them.
0: Yeah, they're looking around to see if that, that person who
3: usually Absolutely. gets that
0: first finished place, are they here today, you know?
3: We do that in senior events as well. You know, a few <laughs> times I've run with people and I'm thinking, right, I'm going to catch him on the last thing. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't.
0: A hundred percent, yes. Ah, oh, so... What else happened at Lisa's today? Have you got any stories, or what did you what did you observe? You said there was only three first timers, and and obviously the the crowd was there was less people there yep. than you generally get. So were they your staunch regulars that uh, that were back? Pretty
3: much so. Yeah, they they were just to say a couple of the first timers had travelled down from Scotland. Because I'm sure you're aware Scottish events aren't on yet. Okay, and they're allowed to do that. Yeah, they, they spent three and a half hours driving down to Newcastle, hotel overnight, so they could come to Park Run. Oh, brilliant. You know, which was a fantastic thing. But the thing that I got most from today was everybody was smiling. Yeah. Everybody, you know, was pleased to see each other. And I know everybody thanks the volunteers at the end of it, but it just seemed people were just a little bit more grateful that we were all back. Mm. And that's the thing that I took away from today. Mm. So it was really, really positive.
0: Excellent. And Rachel couldn't go. She had to work.
3: Yes, just to say she was not happy this morning when she left for work at ten past Mm. six.
0: So does she have to work every Saturday morning?
3: Uh, It's not every Saturday. I think from now she will get about one in five off. Right. So which is better? than it was so we've got a tourist trip planned for early august and we're going to go down to um, norfolk have a little bit of time away in the camper van and then do a bit of tourism as well which will be exciting i'm not sure where we're going yet i'll need a little bit of research to be done but yeah
0: Oh, okay, so the event that you're going to go isn't chosen?
3: Uh, it's not chosen yet. It's
0: in Norfolk, but it's not called Norfolk.
3: In Norfolk, we're not sure which one. I need right. to do a little, we need to do a little bit of research and find <laughs> out which one.
0: Do you chase any challenges? Like how are you going with your alphabet?
3: And um, Alphabet, I think without looking, I've got a few more to go because it's only this last week that I've actually started to look because there hasn't been any reason to look so I've taken a bit of time this week and I think there's a new name challenge as well that I spotted on there for the challenges Ah, oh, true Yep. and so that will come into it it's absolutely a factor <laughs> um so yeah we'll, we'll see what we can work out
0: excellent well I appreciate you taking the time to speak to us today Dan And one question that we ask all our guests is not including your home park run. Yes. Can you give us your top three park runs and
3: why? Oh, absolutely. I think the first two are easy. My number one, Berwick Springs. Oh. Because that is where the journey began for me. That's where all of this started. Yep. So, and one, my first park run in Australia, meeting you guys and Paul and Michaela and yeah, absolutely top of the list. My second will be one called Druridge Bay Parkrun, and that's in the northeast. The reasons for that is one, it was the first parkrun I did in the UK. I did that on my own. The location there is absolutely stunning, and it's right next to the beach. Now I know you're so privileged in Australia, having some fantastic beaches, but Druridge Bay is like an Australian beach. Golden sands, beautiful sea, and there's not many people there and I have to say that's only on a sunny day. If you go there on a rainy day, it's not that great, but it's <laughs> stunningly beautiful and My third one i 've got so many thirds, but I've picked out one which is Fountains Abbey, park run, and the reason is it's an old an old abbey, and it's just a beautiful location. when Rachel and I went, it was a sort of misty morning. So there was the mist over the abbey and it was just a stunning location. Really beautiful. So they are my top three.
0: Oh, that's great. And that's really nice that the Australian one got in there at Berwick Springs. All right. Well, I will let you go back to your day, Dan. Sorry. Sorry if we pulled you away prematurely from your event.
3: Not at all. It's an absolute pleasure to catch up with you.
0: All right, well, you take care. Enjoy your volunteering over the next few weeks and we might hear from you again, I hope.
3: Absolutely, and thank you very much indeed, Mel. Thank you.
0: to dan buckley it was absolutely fabulous to talk to him after lisa's park run and uh hear all the excitement ollie from the uk on saturday morning
1: yeah look congratulations dan and, and the whole gang and pretty stellar effort It sounds like he's stacked up a, a fair few volunteering stints to help get everything back up and running which is just fantastic
0: yeah he's a champ dan
1: yeah and, Mel, that's a, that's a pretty impressive top three as well.
0: I know, and an Australian event snuck in there at number one.
1: Yes, yeah, very special. And we both think this now because, of course, we were just chatting about it uh, before recording, but uh, Druridge Bay, that looks spectacular.
0: It has shot up on my list of events to do, Ollie. I've now Googled it and, yeah, I think I need to go and visit Dan and Rach now and go and (laughs) see, check out Druridge Bay for myself.
1: Yes, definitely one for the list.
0: You have a long list, Ollie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I like to think that it's limitless.
0: Have you got family up that way?
1: Uh, no, not in the northeast, southwest.
0: Oh, you'll have to come with me to visit Dan and Rach
1: then. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> happily. Thank you so much, Dan, and and thanks, Mel, for sharing a bit more of the parkrun enjoyment from England's return. In terms of the other festive occasions, Mel, you've got mail. We heard from Eman, and yeah, not not to miss a beat because of course Eman was all over the festive of, of occasions. Uh, did I get that right? The most festive of occasions uh, locally, <laughs> <laughs> being ugly Christmas in July. And he wrote, hi guys, I hope you're both coping well with the current lockdowns in your respective states. Back on the parkrun tourism this week after doing a couple of RD duties out south Toowoomba travelled down to Brisbane with the Green Streets and ran Underwood Park Run while representing the ugly Christmas in July singlet. It was a cold and misty morning but had a great time. I hope you guys get your park runs back soon. E-Man.
0: Excellent. And there was a photo attached of E-Man wearing his ugly singlet there at...
1: Underwood. Um, was Underwood, was the photo yes. From Underwood? Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, he must have been going for his you, do you think?
1: Yeah, surely. I haven't done all the stats researching there to check if he's got a U, but uh, I'll see if I can knock that over while we're talking.
0: And Ollie, the Green Streets, would that be his running club?
1: Um, I can only assume so because he's got a different club that comes up in his profile. Um, Fun fact – he was the first finisher as well. So, well done, E-Man. Oh,
0: E-Man, of course he was. <laughs>
1: By a tidy 41 seconds. So, uh, yeah, well done to him. Nice work. Yeah.
0: Parkrun Adventurer's own Eman.
1: Streaking ugliness. <laughs> no, but thank you for the email. We hope to have our parkruns back soon too. Thanks, E-Man, but keep up the good work.
0: Yes, we're living through you, E-Man. Keep on the touring, please.
1: Absolutely. And, and always love the South Toowoomba videos as well.
0: And we haven't forgotten we are going to plan when restrictions permit our trip to South Toowoomba.
1: Yeah, when we're allowed in the state.
0: It feels like never, 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 never.
1: It's good to have things to look forward to though, right, Mel?
0: I'd just be happy to get out of my five kilometres at the moment, Ollie.
1: Yeah, I keep forgetting that I'm lucky enough to have 10.
0: You're lucky enough to have a beach. Yes. <laughs>
1: And, Mel, of course, this week we also heard from, well, plenty of parkrunners enjoying the festivities at Dazzs.
0: There was plenty of ugly at the cafe.
1: There was, yeah. It was nice to see uh, you all looking so terrible. Uh, wonderful and terrible. (laughs) And of course, a bit of celebration for our friends on the other side of the globe there.
0: And firstly, we heard from Sonia Polman. She said, we had a Christmas cracker to call the start today. And this was the joke inside. Very appropriate. What's the fastest fish in the world? A motorbike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you, Sonia. Bernadette Bennett, shirts and buffs out at Newey 2. Our daughter moved to England in February. She has been waiting patiently for the restart. Unfortunately, she is isolating, quarantining with COVID now and missing the restart.
0: Ah, but Bernadette shared a photo of herself. And who was she with? I'm not sure. They were both in ugly buffs and singlets.
1: That's right. And, of course, Bernadette, I hope your daughter feels well soon.
0: Yes, And Janet Reed, we are staying within our 2.5 exercise radius, no bakery, so Jeff decided to make me scones and coffee. We had no cream, so we used milk froth for aesthetic purposes. I have no choice but to award him five out of five, even more so since he went along with me insisting that he wore his ugly Christmas shirt when we did our not park run. I think the neighbours are confused or maybe concerned. Merry ugly Christmas in July, everyone. Now to start preparing for Christmas dinner.
1: Jeff and Janet really know how to do that festivity. That's uh, that's spectacular. And we heard from Brett Bailey. Ran Pegasus with Brunner, handed him over to Tanya on the return leg, then ran back to walk with them back to the finish. Home for bacon and eggs and avo smash. Our thoughts go out to all Australian park runners in lockdown And our plans to come over in September have hit a speed bump, it seems. Midwinter Christmas run next week.
0: And Tamsin Smith, Merry Ugly Christmas in July from Southampton, England. Just 561 runners for us today. Pre-COVID, we regularly had over 1,000 runners with a record of 1,612. We also had 56 amazing volunteers. What? (laughs) <laughs> 56? What? And a ukulele band by The Finish. Ah. Oh. And Tamsin posted a photo of herself in an ugly singlet. Well, hang on a minute. How do you have 56 volunteers, Ollie?
1: Well, when you get over a 1,000 park runners, I think it's probably going to need a few helping hands. But, yeah, firstly, welcome back, Southampton. <laughs> I, I, yes. do, I do love Southampton in particular. But, yeah, no, interesting to see the numbers down. Seems strange to call 561 down from where I'm sitting, but yeah. it must be fantastic to have everyone back and to do it with a ukulele band.
0: <laughs> what better way?
1: And we heard from Penny Simpson. Photo taken today after Mount Clarence Park Run, after the removal of the RD vest and raincoat. Sorry, was hardly representing, but it was cold and wet. Met the famous Scarborough family breakfast afterwards with visiting family who had sensibly proceeded straight to the cafe.
0: Ooh, they met the famous Scarborough family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. and Great to see Penny with the ugly singlet there too. Marvellous. Yes.
0: And Linda Coombs, Warwick Park Run represent. Not as chilly as it has been this past week. And Linda shared a photo of four ladies in tutus and ugly, fluffy singlets and buffs. With a dog also wearing a <laughs> koala singlet.
1: <laughs> I love it. Love it. Everyone's in. Yep. Uh, we also had Irene, not park run on Mollum, Mollum Trail in our 5km bubble, to the local bakery to buy some delicious snot logs. Classic vanilla slice for our son. Path and I will be sharing a vanilla French slice with coffee icing and a homemade coffee. Warm feels.
0: And Rebecca Bailey. Saturday sleeping this morning after watching the Kiwis at the opening ceremony last night. Heading out for a Banksia Avenue, not park run later today in the Ugly Buff. I'll try time the light for an ugly photo under the bridge. The
1: bridge. The bridge. That's right.
0: And she managed. She did. It was a great photo under the bridge. Is that the bridge you were on previously?
1: That is the bridge,
0: forever known as the bridge. <laughs> Does it have a name? The bridge.
1: No, it's the bridge. Okay. Pure and simple. <laughs> great photo, Beck. Thank you. Uh, we heard from Alison King, run director at Puaringa Park Run today, where it was four degrees. I may have put my jumper and puffer jacket. Back on after this pick, oh. <laughs> But thank you for making the effort in a very chilly looking four degrees.
0: And Mandy Oliver got my H at Harvey Bay Park Run in my ugly Christmas singlet, quite humid, heading off for breakfast and an explore. And Mandy had a photo of herself in a selfie frame with her ugly singlet.
1: Chantelle Hosking. Lockdown airing of the ugly gear. Seat decided it needed to get into the action as well. After a walk, a Kit Kat muffin is waiting for me.
0: And I need to give a bit of context. So Chantel has been posting a photo of that same seat every day for goodness knows how long. I don't remember when Chantel's starting. I I don't know if it was at the start of the pandemic or the start (sighs) of this year, but for whatever reason... I think it might have been the 1st of January, mm. Chantel decided to take a photo of a seat a day and every day, and it's a motivation for her, and she's a listener, mm. to mm. get out every day and at least walk to her local park and take a photo of that seat, and that's her motivation every day. She hasn't missed a day.
1: Oh, that's incredible.
0: She now has this following of people that – wherever they are, if they see a park bench, they will take a photo and they will send her the photo or they will link it in her comment for the day (sighs)
2: of their park
0: bench. And I did it myself when I was at Cabarita Beach. I remember, you know, running up to the point and I would say, oh, there's the park bench. I'll take a photo and I'll send it to Chantel. (laughs) It's just another way that people have found in lockdown to motivate themselves and to engage their friends and community. It's
1: fabulous. Oh, it really is. And to celebrate with it as well.
0: Hmm. This that park bench is really famous now.
1: <laughs> well and truly. What's the saying? Peeling back the curtain? I can't remember if I'm number one or number two.
0: <laughs> You're next. Oh.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: do you think I have I forgotten? No. No. Hang on. No,
1: I'm pretty sure it's me.
0: I started on number one, so you yeah, must be two. Fu-
1: <laughs> no. Fun fact. Uh This week I was responsible for numbering the uh, the different (laughs) Dazzer's posts, Uh, little old me. (laughs) Instead of the good old alternating one two one two one two,
0: you should have put our names. It would have worked a lot better.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But look, uh, not to take away from the amazing tinsel we had from William Barlow, Mm -hmm. Cairns in July, a bit warmer than (laughs) Canberra.
0: did those barlows get to Cairns? Well,
1: yeah, a- ACT, they're, they're able to go. There's a lot of them. Those Territorians, they're, uh, they're living it up at the well, moment.
0: They are. They've escaped everywhere, <laughs> haven't they?
1: <laughs> and dressed to match the occasion as well. So yeah, fantastic to see you all looking ugly and celebrating fluffy.
0: Absolutely. And I actually shared on my own personal socials today a memory from Will from a year ago mm. where he uh, performed a song. Ah, yes. We're all in this together. And I thought it was very apt because we are. Uh, yes. There's a lot of rivalry and a lot of, well, you might say, bickering between the states of Australia, the states and territories over this lockdown, but really- you know, we are all in this together. So it was a nice reminder, Will. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and he was a very good version.
0: It was, isn't it good?
1: Yeah, he's a fantastic musician, our Will.
0: Can we have another one, Will? Can we have some more, please?
1: Please. <laughs> I mean, I digress, but I, I saw that live only a couple of months ago. I went and saw Ben Lee live, and I don't know if I've told this. It was just when the mask restrictions came in. So uh, we were all in it together, but he had to keep telling us not to sing along.
0: Oh, really?
1: Because <laughs> that was when we didn't have singing. We're allowed to do a lot of things, but not seeing at that point.
0: But also to digress, Ollie, how was that gold medal today? Oh. What's her name?
1: Ariane Titness Yes. Yes.
0: And her coach, he went off his <laughs> nut.
1: <laughs> yeah. Totally
0: outside all COVID restrictions, clearly.
1: Yeah, we have seen a bit of excitement go outside of the, the restrictions there. Have you been enjoying the Olympics, Mel?
0: I haven't had time to watch anything, Ollie, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> oh. I've been otherwise busy with either... Um, my own running or editing. Yes, though so I did see it on the on the news and in social media because it's getting a lot of attention.
1: Yeah. But we digress.
0: We do. And we also heard from Michael Sharp. Good to hear from you, Michael. And he said the Beaches Park run. He posted a photo of ugly singlets at the beaches.
1: Looking fantastic. Nice to see a bit of a mix of ugly singlets as well. We heard from Louise Minty. Got ugly for my Nendi at Whitford's Nodes Park Run, a lovely coastal course with a surprise killer hill in the dunes.
0: And Val Warwick. In Devonport, the rain held off as we celebrated the 100th park run of a special lady, but we were happy to get brekkie and coffee afterwards as the miserable weather set in after we'd uploaded the scanning and the times. Our Saturday sky is now shedding very cold tears for all you in lockdown. Please take care of yourselves, all of you in New South Wales, Vic and South Australia. And Val posted a photo from the morning at Devonport.
1: Lovely light shot. And Ingrid Botha. I went for a 5K walk, but while Paris happily wandered into the creek, I slipped over onto my butt on the moss and dropped my phone into the water, and Jazz did her best not to laugh, as I am. I'm sorry, Ingrid. (laughs) I would rather have been at (laughs) Parkrun. P.S. The phone seems to have recovered, so it all ends well. And I hope you were okay.
0: Oh, Ingrid, and you are doing a really good job at staying positive through all of this. So
1: That's right. Sending
0: love to you. Yes. And Tracy Wood, a very foggy start at Kedron, but turned out to be another lovely day. Tracy posted a very foggy photo. Didn't that look
1: wonderful? Mm-hmm. Mark Scarborough. Scarboroughs have done Mount Clarence Park Run in Albany, WA. Now waiting on breakfast and coffee at three anchors.
0: And a lovely photo of the Mount Clarence coastline. Mmm. Sam Schroeder. Week four of Love Shack, not park run, in my very versatile fluffy ugly buff and a delicious smoked salmon feta and dill filo parcel feast from Luke's Cafe. Mel, he wanted you to know he deliberately chose a dish with no new words in it for you this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. That's very thoughtful
0: No new baked goods for me to have
1: to research this week Thank you, Luke They're always outdoing themselves <laughs> And Sonia Pullman, Ugly Christmas in July at the beaches
0: Sound up And that was in reference to a video Which was yep. the Grinch song <laughs> Which then panned to, I think... P4.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps inferring Thomas was not completely invested in the Christmas theme at the beaches. And Claire Stutchbury, surprisingly sunny morning at Melini Trail Park Run this morning for our 92nd event. Much harder than expected. They're edging
1: closer to that uh, cow, those two. They are. Tanya Bailey, a chilly minus two this morning for Pegasus Park Run. Tailwalker today and lower numbers, 57 hardy Souls. And what about that picture?
0: Minus two.
1: That was cold.
0: And we heard from my mate Dan Buckley, nothing ugly here, but I am actually going to Park Run here in England. First in nearly 16 months. Very excited. And wasn't he just?
1: He was. Stuart Brandwood. A cast of thousands is poised and ready.
0: I'm assuming Stuart was coming to us from over there in the UK. Ollie, would you make that assumption?
1: Uh, there were two English flags in his, uh, his post emojis, so I'd say that's a fairly safe bet. I hope you had a good one, Stuart.
0: Caro Voss, still in lockdown, but took the ugly buff out for a not park run this morning. And Caro shared a photo of herself in her ugly buff. In front of
1: the beautiful waterways out at the central coast there. Great to see a bit more fluffy. Melanie McGregor, I welcomed England back to Parkrun from Greytown Woodside Trail Parkrun during the Olympic theme event.
0: Yes, and I had to Google where Greytown Woodside Trail Parkrun was, but it's in New Zealand, Ollie. Yes. And Melanie was in a tutu holding an English flag and a welcome back sign.
1: Yeah, fantastic to get in on the action. And I have to say Mel Greytown's one of the ones on the list from some of the New Zealand event reviewing we've heard. So great to see them supporting there.
0: I look forward to seeing you get through this list, Ollie. <laughs> and Mel Erbacker took our koala-hugging-a-pineapple ugly singlet and buff to find a pineapple, then forgot to display the koala-hugging-a-pineapple parts of our ugly items in the <laughs> pic. Maybe next time. Merry ugly Christmas in July, everybody. And Merry ugly Christmas in July to you, Mel
1: Yes. Thank you for spreading so much fun and uh, making us all look so spectacularly ugly.
0: And Mel shared the photo, which was herself and Clover.
1: And one big pineapple. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've never seen that pineapple. It is on my to-do list, if I could ever get to Brisbane. Hang on. Where's the big pineapple again? Well, isn't it in the sunny coast? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I know. we,
1: We drove past it, Mel. Did we?
0: I didn't see it. Yeah, didn't you stop? No. It's down the road from Namboy. I did not see a pineapple. You,
1: oh, <laughs> I went to the big pineapple. You went there. I didn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: I oh, should have been in your car then.
1: Oh, well. Uh, next time. Next, next time. time. We've, yeah. we've still got to do the alternative course, Plan B.
0: I say Brisbane because I flew into Brisbane. Yeah. Ah. And because I drove, I still felt like I was in Brisbane, but... Apparently, I was in the Gold Coast or the Sunny Coast or whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Next time.
0: Next time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mel. And uh, we also heard from Monty Slade. Hashtag arbitrary. Mm. And the photo there was of a flat lay, his uh, With Me Now t-shirt, ugly buff.
0: Contra cap.
1: Contra cap. Yep. Yep. And and the barcode, of course, and uh, I trust that barcode was not forgotten when it counted.
0: He was covering all these bases there, wasn't he, Monty? Yep.
1: We yep. hope
0: you had a great run and enjoyed your return to Park Run. And our friend Pippa White. Oh, I'm happy to read this one, Ollie. Yeah. I got a PB latte and all the baked goods, please. And wasn't it fabulous, Ollie? Pippa, she did. She took, I don't know, minutes off her parkrun PB yeah. because she's one of those people that's just gone all out during the pause and has done so well, has increased her fitness and has just come back all guns blazing. And the grin <laughs> yes. and the happiness in the photo was, was just wonderful to see.
1: Looking fantastic in the ugliness as well, but that's incredible. Well done, Pippa. And I think we could have suggested a better way to celebrate the return of Parkrun in England. You did it in style. And
0: she was holding token number 100. Yep. Oh, here come the chihuahuas.
1: (laughs) (sighs) And we also heard Mel from Neil Taylor. Got my ugly on at Burley Griffin Parkrun.
0: Yes. Well done, Neil. (laughs) Good to see you in your ugly shirt. Yes. And excuse the chihuahua exiting the room.
1: <laughs> I thought they were going to come and join the cafe. Who did we have? <laughs> no, Who did we have?
0: In. That was Chico.
1: Chico came hello, in to say
0: hello, and he left. <laughs> oh, good grief!
1: Thank you, everyone. I, I really feel like after this weekend, I've done a couple of park runs. Thank you to everyone sharing and uh, and joining us at Daz's. Mel, fair to say. Yeah, we, we have had a lot of people sharing their experiences. We Look, we've still got roving reports from last week as well because we've been fortunate enough to have so many people share their adventures. So how about we have a listen to our roving reports this week?
5: Good morning Parkrun adventurers, it's Alison here reporting in for the Channel 5 news crew from New Zealand and today I am running at Topor Parkrun. Now Topor is a town, it's probably about an hour's drive south of where I live in Rotorua. It's on the northern shores of Lake Topor, which is the southern hemisphere's largest freshwater lake and to give you an idea of how large it is if you were to pick up the whole of Singapore and put it on the lake you would be able to fit it all in that's you know it's a pretty impressive lake Um, there's a cycle race that goes around it once a year it's the Great Lake Cycle challenge and it's well, Lake topo cycle challenge is 160 kilometers so gives you an idea of just uh, the circumference of it and I think it's maybe something like 42 kilometers from Turangi in the south to topo in the north um, quite a few people have swum the length of the lake which is so impressive but anyway I'm here to do a 5k which is a lot more within my means um, I'm not sure if you can hear it, but it's very windy and very wet outside. To be honest, if I wasn't here for my P index and meeting up with another park runner, I probably wouldn't be here. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those days when only the hardy park runners come out. I'm not too sure what audio we'll get, but um, we'll see what we can do. Alright, so I finished Pycran and it is very wet still and it's very windy still, and I am not going to attempt to get any audio outside because it'll be more like this. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's really bad. They luckily they've got a gazebo at Topol, which is where everyone is hanging out. They've got it right on the finish, so you can the timekeepers there, the finish tokens are there, and the barcode scanners are there, and absolutely no one else because everyone who's finishing is doing the sensible thing and going straight to their car so I'm going to drive over to the cafe which is just around the corner at the sailing club and I'm not too sure how many people will show up but whoever's there I will be getting some audio so we've escaped the wind and the rain to come inside the cafes. I'm with Claire, who's also visiting Topol today. So welcome, Claire. Hi. And what brought you down to Topol today? Oh,
6: so we've got um, just a family holiday. We've got three families down here, 12 of us, adults and kids, went up the snow yesterday. And um, of course, it goes saying, you've got to visit the local parkrun. Were you in any doubt about doing parkrun this morning? Oh, no, because I was going to come and meet you, and parkrun is also always, always awesome. But um, yeah, the weather was a bit gnarly out there. It's all good. That's yeah. what parkrun's about. <laughs> and did you get a high finish token today? Uh, 23, I think, which is really low for me. That was awesome. Yeah, bonus of uh, being a hardcore parkrunner on <laughs> yeah. a day like this. So um, could you tell the listeners what this course is like? So out and back, um, pretty flat compared to what I'm used to. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty nice easy course. I've done it once before in the summer. Obviously running along Lake Taupo is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, my eyes were kind of half closed today, (laughs) battling that headwind, but yeah, good course, nice and easy. Yeah, and now we're
5: enjoying a nice hot Nice flat white, yeah. Yeah, Cool. Um, Not including Millwater. What would be your top three park runs that you have run?
6: Wow, ooh, three. Probably has to be one of them. Love that, love the GFM um, element of that. I think I've done that twice. Um, I wouldn't say I loved Dunedin at the time, but looking back, that's a really cool one. The views of the, the city when you get at the top of those stairs of despair are pretty cool. Gosh. Let's go Pegasus. <laughs> Pegasus is a cool one. Yeah. yeah, that's my most southerly. No, it's not. Dunedin was my most southerly. Yeah. yeah. You've got a few more to run. Yes, I've got lots to go. I'm on 13 New Zealands now, so yeah. be 14 as of next week. One more. Yeah. my name on that list. Cool. Awesome. Thanks so
5: much. So I was with Bronwyn and her family. So how do you find that today, Bronwyn?
7: Oh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So tell us who you brought along today. Um, I've got My two daughters, Caitlin and Fiona, and my husband, Stuart. So where have you come from? Auckland, um, Cornwall Park's our home run, but we mostly run at Millwater. And what's brought you down to Taupo this weekend? Um, We came down to St Chirangi to go skiing, and um, I've always wanted to do a park run outside of Auckland, so I was actually quite pleased it was raining so we could come to this. (laughs) The rest of the family weren't. No, uh, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Because they wanted us (laughs) sleeping. And how did you find it today? Oh, it was really great. It was really nice. You know, going to one outside of Auckland, everyone so friendly and bizarrely enough. met people that we knew um, and an old friend of my husband's and yeah. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, everyone was really good Yeah, and it was fun. Even yeah. despite the wind and the rain? Well, for me it was fun despite the wind and the rain. Yeah, why was, it was that? the
8: rain wasn't that bad.
7: No. How'd
8: you find it? Oh, it was all right. It was, um, yeah, I'm not, it's not one of my favourite hobbies, but um, it was it was all right. The, the rain has um, actually made it a lot better, I think, so. yeah. a bit more enjoyable for me, so. Yeah.
7: So there will be some more adventures, do you think, other park runs? Yeah, 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 definitely. Which one's going to be next? Um, well, we've been talking about doing the Hamilton ones. We've heard particularly one of them was really, really lovely yeah. to do, um, which for the netball season to finish, oh, yeah. and, um... And then talking to some people today, to the Tauranga people and Rotorua people, so hopefully we can end up doing one of those ones, I've yeah. like that. The plan last year was to do um, a Sydney one. <laughs> Which one in Sydney? Well, we hadn't really decided we were going to, because we were planning to go there and just figuring out where we were staying yeah. and finding one that was close by, but that's a little bit further yeah. in the future.
5: Now, um, since you've run like all the Auckland park runs, we do a top three on the park and adventurers, and it's usually not including your home park runs, So, can you pick a top three
7: not including the one that you run at most? No water? She would. She would. Yeah, we really enjoyed sure. that, and Western Springs. Western Springs. I like because then we go to the zoo afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thanks so yeah. much.
5: Only a couple of adventurers there um, at the cafe, but never mind. And it turns out they're both regulars at, well, they're all regulars at Millwater Park Run in Auckland. So add that one to your list. But you should definitely consider um, coming to Taupo. You might have heard a different pronunciation of it. Uh, Taupo is the Māori pronunciation. Uh, it's T-A-U-P and then O with a macron over the top and when you have the macaron it changes the the length of the vowel um, the english way is talpo, but we're trying to be a bit more uh, i'm trying to be a bit more respectful of the language of our first people so uh, Topo it is i'm about to go back to the motel i don't normally stay over when i come over here because it is only an hour's drive or so from Rotorua but they've got the winter festival on, it's school holidays, and they've got this really awesome free winter lights show down at the northern Tongariro domain in the center of town. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to tie in some school holiday family fun, uh, stay in a motel, I get to do park run the next morning, and we're now going to go and probably have a look at Hooker Falls, which is an awesome waterfall along the Waikato River. And Then go to the lava glass uh, We've really got into watching blown away on Netflix. So that's going to be a fun fun thing to do uh, There's always stuff to do when you um, go on these adventures That's it from me or oh, I forgot to say that visiting Topol today uh, takes my p-index up to five So this was the last of my five park runs that I needed to run five times total to get my p-index up to five So the challenge now is six so that's it from me on a wet and windy park run day. I'll see you the next time.
8: Hello, David uh, out at Charleville, and I'm with...
9: Jenny Peacock and Joe Marnie.
8: And we've just done the uh, run today at uh, Charleville. Can tell me... Joanne, when did the run start?
9: So we started in May 2019. It was a bit of a process. There was a few keen runners around um, in Charleville and we thought it would be great to have um, Park Run here in town. And so it's um, a really terrific thing for a little community to have um, Park Run available to everyone. So.
4: so
8: so most of the people who do turn up are uh, locals?
9: Yeah, probably um Most weeks we have, uh, like, some visitors from um, all over Australia, but generally there's a core component of locals that um, come
8: to run or walk, yeah, every week. Okay. And what made you choose this place?
9: So Graham Andrews Park is our, probably one of the, most scenic parts in Charleville, it created a nice 1.6 kilometre loop that we can just uh, repeat um, a couple of times to get the 5Ks in. It's a nice sort of central point and it's got everything you need to have a nice run at.
8: Yeah, it's nice having a bit of a fountain going in the background as well. Uh, water, uh, temperatures I assume swap from being rather cool like now to a stinking hot in the middle of summer.
9: Yeah, you can uh, need everything, <laughs> everything from an overcoat to a bikini to run in, really. Yeah, I'll, yeah.
8: I'll pass on the bikini. Which, uh, <laughs> so goes. will I. Like... <laughs> okay, yeah. um, and Gra- I've got to ask the Graham Andrews. We wonder about these things at times. A lot of the country towns, we'd be looking for Charleville and mm-hmm. it's actually uh, Graham Andrews. I mean, what's another one? Uh, Melton has uh, to learn. Yeah. Um, What? Why is it called the Graham Andrews Park?
9: So Graham Andrews was a mayor in Charleville that would have been sort of in the 1990s early 2000s and um for quite a long time so this park was um established and named after him
8: okay no fair enough and what are the highlights around Charleville so somebody happened to be somewhere in the area
9: oh so there's some fantastic things to do um so if you're a keen exerciser you can do parkrun on a Saturday morning definitely you can. walk on down and go along the river walk and that's got, you can do that during the day or at night time, it's got some lovely lighting down there. Out at the airport, you can go and see the RFDS Museum. They also do the wonders of the World War II Mystery Tour out Mm -hmm. there um, because Charleville was of significance in World War II. That's Mm -hmm. something to Google later on for everyone. (laughs) And um, there's the Cosmos Centre of an evening, um, so you can look at the stars, which is spectacular out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also go and do the bilbies and just generally Mm -hmm. enjoy the sights and sounds of Charleville. No, I I saw uh,
8: for a lot of people the uh, Cosmos centre did look pretty spectacular. Yeah. And I'll also say last night, the stars and things, it's a fantastic area for people to come out, just lie back and look up. Yeah. It, it's really good. Yeah. I, I did like that.
9: Yeah. No, it is pretty amazing there. The, the um, Outback Skies put on a show every night for us, so yeah.
8: Oh, the other one for people who don't know, how you, where is Charleville?
9: Um, if you look at a map of Queensland and you look, um, if you go – Um, about halfway out between the Northern Territory border and the... The coast is Charleville situated um, roughly right in the middle of that, so about 800 Ks west of Brisbane and about 800 Ks east of Birdsville.
8: I'm actually hoping they'll uh, open up a new one a little bit further west at Batuta, but that's uh, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, a,
9: isn't there uh, only one local at Batuta? There's, so that,
8: there's <laughs> one pub with one local, yes. Yeah, uh, population
9: but, of one that might make it hard to get enough volunteers every week. Yeah. It's, only,
8: it's only a matter of time.
9: It's a lovely spot, Batuta, to be a great place for. Park run,
8: yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. if, if whoever the dude is out there, they'd like to start it up. Um, yeah. I'm sure Park Run will be all behind it. Yeah, look, thank you very much for this. N- right. Nice mob of people. When in doubt, head out to Charleville. Oh, sorry, the Graham Andrews course.
10: Yeah. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracing and Tutu on Parkrun Park Patrol, formerly known as Evento Course Check, here at Kedwin. Nothing to worry about for this course unless it had torrential rain last night, which it hadn't, so the breach is good and it's okay to go. Welcome to Park Run Day and welcome back to England. Congratulations, you made it. Also my love to New South Wales, South Australia and Victoria who are again in lockdown this week and unfortunately no Park Run there. Now if you were listening last week you would have heard the team issue me a challenge to interview a person for every single Park Run volunteer role. That's not going to be easy. For a start there are 27 distinct volunteer roles and some of which are not even available in Queensland, let alone Brisbane. So, challenge accepted. I'm going to work through the list, and you're going to join me on this adventure, which in my estimation is going to take um, up to about a year. Anyway, let's head to the parkrun start, and let's see who we can chat to there. Okay, I have found not one, but two marshals. I've got Jacob and Mike here with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. And you're marshalling here. So what's your job here at Kedron?
11: To make sure that uh, nobody gets injured crossing the bike path uh, at at the finish.
10: Oh, okay. Are you doing the same, Jacob? I do help out a lot. My main job is first-timers briefing and Mm. heart-head scanning as well, Mm. so Mm. I do three main jobs. And it's pretty busy along here on the bike path?
11: Absolutely, especially um, during the middle of the run when there's a lot of people coming through and and a lot of bikes going up and down the bike path. Yes, but yes. you just got to make sure they don't, they don't run into each other. Yeah, has it happened before? It's come close.
8: There was one accident um, about two months ago, I think, yeah. where a kid went out in front of a bike before we could see and it oh. was a bit of a accident, so mm, we now enforce a lot more restrictions about this, having more marshals out on the course and also being really vigilant if you're here during the briefing we always enforce it and also really big on being people off the bike paths.
11: So. We, we've got um, yeah, flags up to funnel everyone into a certain area mm-hmm. but the runners finished their, uh, their 5k run and they're uh, not thinking too clearly sometimes. Uh,
10: yes, bit the of brain fog happening.
11: They're not looking for bikes and so forth, so that's what we're here for.
10: Right. And, uh, Mike, this is your home park run, isn't it? It is. Uh, you're the same, Jacob? Yes. yes. And um, do you do any touring at all?
11: I, I've done two park runs down at Cross Harbour. Oh, wow. But, uh, but all my park runs are... At Kedron.
10: Yeah, yeah, excellent. It's a fantastic course. Yeah, it I quite so like nice. it here too. Thanks for your help today, gentlemen. I Always appreciate it. Not
11: a problem at all. Not
10: Thanks. A There's three of us now with our lovely fluffy shirts on, and I'm standing with a couple of people who tell me they're from Redlands. Who have I got? Uh, Louise Penglis.
3: And I'm Sean Conway.
10: Welcome to Kedron. And uh, was this your nandy, or are you just touring today? We're just yeah. touring today. Oh, yes. lovely. And do you step to uh, tour a lot or you get around or stay close to home? What do you like to do?
11: We have toured this year. We've done a lot of touring. So mm. every mm. week we've done a different park run. So oh, yeah, awesome. It's really, really good.
10: And are yeah. you aiming for a particular park run challenge, uh, Bris Vegas Club or? No challenges, just um, enjoying um, being able to travel, mm. get to the different park runs, mm-hmm. uh, experience the different courses. Um, Travelling with lots of others in our mm, group to mm. enjoy friendship and running together, really. And then yes. we all get together for coffee and breakfast and One and yes. other local places. Very important. What? I agree. Co- yeah, coffee is so important. I agree. Go to, New, go to New Farm, or if you listen to my report, you can find all the coffee places. There's markets nearby. It's awesome. So get the early heads up for you as well. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'll enjoy Kettering. Can we you haven't done this one before. No, no, we haven't, no. Right. It's fast and flat. It's easy. There's a few puddles, but it's but it's all good. And obviously, we're all wearing our fluffy shirts. Uh, yeah. Have you got the other Parkrun shirts, the ugly shirts? I do, yes. I've
6: got uh, last year's one. Yeah.
10: yeah. I, I haven't but this is my first <laughs> so one, so. <laughs> you got one I don't have the buff I see you've got but the buff yes, yes I've got all three of those I couldn't help myself I ordered all of them um, I think we're going to be drowned out in a minute so I might continue on and thank you for talking with me right.
0: enjoy your run
10: cheers Hi okay, Cam, now with Sheree the Run Director. Hey, how did it all go today? Yeah, really well.
6: Lots, lots of fog this morning, Tracy. Any records broken today? No, um, not today, but um, there were some fast times in, uh, I think 15.17 was the first oh, runner wow. today, so it was pretty fast. Yeah, well it all seemed to go well despite a few puddles on the path, so you're happy with all that? And I'm just really appreciative for all the volunteers that we actually have um, and hope that and people keep stepping forward and volunteering each week because that's the only way this event happens and you're one of them, Tracy. so thanks <laughs> so much. You're too kind. Thanks for that, Sharif. That's great. Have a good day. Thank you, Trace.
10: See ya. Well, there you go, Park. He's one volunteer role of Marshall ticked off. Only another 26 to go. That's Trace a Tutu signing off from Kedron. Uh, toodles from me. See you on the B-side. Bye.
12: Hello, Parkland Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And today we are in the amazing southwest of Australia at Albany. And we're at uh, Mount Clarence Park Run, which is a out-and-back course that uh, runs at the foot of Mount Clarence here in Albany. And we're here for event number 334. So we're going to go do a park run and um, have a chat to a few of the other people here. So I'm here with one of the uh, co-EDs, Penny. Good morning, Penny. How are you? Morning, Mark. Good, thank you. Thanks for having us at uh, Mount Clarence Park Run here in Albany. It's a beautiful course here. Well done.
2: That's an absolute pleasure.
12: Sorry about the weather. Yeah, look, what can you do? It is winter. Uh, we have to accept these things when we're, we're travelling in winter time. but the, the rain kind of eased off for us and it was refreshing on the, the run back. Uh, how long have you been involved with uh, the Mount Clarence Park Run?
2: My first ever park run was Mount Clarence Park Run's first as well, which was August, I think, 2014. I had only just started running, really. And the founding ED of Mount Clarence, Bill Irving, Started following me on Strava. I didn't know him, thought that was a bit weird. As it turns out, he was just trying to recruit for the parkrun, so I did number one, Mount Clarence, and started run directing probably after a couple of years, I think, and then took over as ED from Bill in, I think, towards the end of 2018 maybe. Now have a co-ED, Susie, and totally in love with parkrun. I used to have a completely different Saturday morning routine, and now parkrun's it.
12: So you were a runner before parkrun, what were you running before, like what what was your inspiration for running?
2: I don't really remember, I had always, well for the last few years before that I suppose I had run on and off but never really got into the habit of it and then one of my friends started a running group and so a few of us started running together, did a sort of couch to 5k kind of a thing and she and I are actually the only ones of that group who have kept running and I probably wouldn't have kept out if it wasn't for parkrun, I guess. Mm. I don't know. So great motivation.
12: For our listeners, you were to describe the course?
2: We usually describe it as undulating. Yep. It's very hilly, runs around. It looks, it looks like it could be flat on a map because it runs around sort mm. of a headland on the coast and you might think that that's flat, but it's actually on a boardwalk that is uh, very undulating. Absolutely beautiful course, uh, beautiful views, it's actually also quite historic. It runs past Ataturk Entrance, which is where the um, ships left to go off to World War One. Yeah, right. So uh, it's just, it just runs just underneath the National Anzac Centre. But yes, yeah, very hilly and very scenic. Uh, the last kilometre is all downhill, which is a fine thing at the end of your run. And at the moment, we start and finish on the beach. We used to only finish on the beach and we're not sure what our future course will be like because there's a fair bit of work going on at the moment but uh, the the beach is an important part of it so Hmm. we'll see. But yes hilly and scenic is how I would describe it.
12: So, the beach is not too bad, like the sand was quite firm and compact. Uh, unlike Cottesloe last week, which was rather hard running, it was also only 50 metres worth of running. So, it'd be better than Cottesloe last week, we certainly appreciate this. But this is, a, this is a stunning course, we really really did enjoy that. Do you get out and park run um, to other, other runs around the area?
2: Well, there's nothing really around the area, no. so our closest park run, for, the next closest, is about 300k away. In uh, I think Manjumumum is our closest. But when, we, when I travel, I try to get to other parkruns. So I think I've maybe done about 24 different ones out of 141 or something total.
12: Can you name a top three for me?
2: That's very difficult. <laughs> so my mum parkruns at Corrine Glades. Corrine Glades probably doesn't very often get a mention, but it has a it's special to me because my mum runs there. So I'd have to put that in my top three. I did do a pilgrimage to Bushy yeah. that was very exciting so that would have to go in my top three. And then it's tricky isn't it? Because it's really about the more about the experience often yeah. than the run. I had a I guess one that's that um, sticks in my mind is Canning River where I just met a couple of really great people who yeah. came up and introduced themselves to me and who were part of the, the core team there and so that made it special but
1: yeah.
2: I love them all. It's not necessarily to do with the course, it's to do with the people you meet and the experience you have.
12: If you could go anywhere in the world next week to parkrun, where would you go? Tricky.
2: Very tricky. I spent a fair bit of time in Germany when I was much younger and I haven't done German parkrun, so I'd probably do... I'd like to do Ufer, which is near where I spent time. I'd love to do Fountains Abbey, allegedly the most beautiful parkrun in the world. Uh, The last time I was overseas, I really wanted... I had thought I would do Bear Island and then we didn't get around to it, but I'd love to do that as well.
12: Where was the one in German you mentioned?
2: Uh, it's called Neckarulfer and it is quite, uh, now what's the closest town to It could be Esslingen, but I spent some time in Tubingen when I was younger and it's not far from there.
12: We were meant to be in Germany last year and we had a few, a few eyed off there to, to, to do. Um, so yeah, we're certainly hoping to we'll get back to go to Germany one day in the future and tick some off there as well. Well, thank you for your time. The rain's starting to come in, so I think we might run off to the cafe. <laughs> Great. I hope you enjoy it. All right, thank you. All right, park Runners, that's us done here at Mount Clarence Park Run. Everybody's run away on us um, with the rain settling in and we've gone and had breakfast and coffee. Uh, during the week, we did a freedom run at Geograph Bay Park Run in Busselton is uh, an out and back course along by the, along by the water, nice and flat actually, uh, nice fast course uh, there. Nicole actually did her fastest 5k time there, shame it wasn't a real park run. Uh, and we also, as part of the, the pie challenge that uh, was talked about in the podcast a couple of weeks back, one of the pie shops that was mentioned was the Denmark Bakery in Denmark uh, in the southwest Australia near Albany. Uh, So we visited there during the week as well, tried their pie, sausage roll, and vanilla slice. The pie, yeah, I'd give it a seven out of eight. Um, The pie at Port Elliot Bakery, certainly still uh, top top notch there. And the sausage roll is probably on par with the uh, the Port Elliot Bakery sausage roll, but I did prefer the vanilla slice at Denmark Bakery. It was a lot easier to eat and very tasty. That's us uh, So yeah, done here at Mount Clarence Parkrun. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Parkrun Adventures from the westernmost parkrun in Australia.
4: This is The Informant, coming to you live from my house. This week's view was of the TV. You see, my dad was watching this boring ABC eye view And he insisted that I come sit next to him and watch an old TV show from the 80s called Mother and Son. Come and get some culture. It's an Australian classic, he says. Well, if it has two black bars down the sides of the screen, it's ancient history and I'm not interested. But I had to sit with him for a little bit just to pretend. Oh, my God. It was like a documentary about beige trousers. Everything was beige. The walls were beige. The furniture was beige. The man was beige. Even the granny was beige. It was so beige, at first I thought I had a sepia filter on it. Anyway, it wasn't long before he got sick of my commentary and sent me away. So here I am with the stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. But you wouldn't do that because you can get it all right here at The Park Run Adventurers. On the juniors front, we were down to two events due to COVID lockouts. 153 junior parkies took part and a huge 58 got PBs. There were 23 first-timers. Jackson Carroll is the only junior parkrun milestone this week, scoring a half marathon. Just like the juniors, in Australia, regular 5K parkruns were heavily affected by COVID restrictions. But with lots of activity overseas, almost all the post-COVID international records were broken. There were 1,014 runs taking place in 12 countries. There were 235 in Australia and 34 in New Zealand. Canada came back with three. Denmark and France had eight. Germany, 11. Japan, 20. Netherlands came back with one. Poland had 75. Russia had a big jump from 42 to 58. USA had 36. And the UK is back with a bang with 525 events. There were four launchers. Echo Ripley launched in Queensland. Ulitsa Golubaya in Russia, Chilton Fields in the UK, and Danahee Park in the USA. Aussie New Zealand attendance was down by 300. We had 22,484 runners out of a hectic 129,177 worldwide. That's up almost 95,000 on last week. We had 2,562 PBs, while 685 people participated for the first time. 43 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 105 people reached their 50 milestone, 79 reached their 100 milestone, and 13 people reached their 250 milestone. 17 people called bingo. Anna Reid was the quickest with 162 events. Douglas Klitscher was the slowest person taking 322 events. We had three new statespeoples. Christian Van Dam and Gavin Evans completed all the ACT and Kevin Parker completed all in the Northern Territory. On the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Robin Rishworth moves into 11th outright running at Darwin. The biggest winner was Dave Blakey, who moves up 10 to 204. Dave, who was also running his 100th run, ran at SS Cooper Trail. On the other side of the ledger, the biggest loser was a man called Scott Trickett, who moved down 11 spots down to 107. 168 people increase their Windex, mostly due to the Echo Ripley launch. John Spooner was the biggest mover, up 29 points to 42, which also puts him on top of the ACT runners. OK, Parkies, that's your lot from me this week. As always, to see these stats in full, you should definitely follow The Informant on Facebook or visit the blog at www.theinformant.me. That's the Informant all one word, M-E. This has been the informant and my stats report is like a long hot bath after running the rain.
0: And thank you to our roving reporters and our informant this week and Ollie Tracy has taken up the challenge.
1: Yes, excellent work Tracy and she's already off to a massive start, let's be honest. If anyone's made for this challenge it's Tracy.
0: Yes, and a reminder Tracy all previous reports do count towards your challenge.
1: Yes. Nonetheless, we look forward to hearing many more volunteer roving reports.
0: Yes. And thank you to Alison from Topor and Dave at Charleville. Charleville? How do you say Ollie? Charleville. Charleville. We held those over from the previous week because of the amount of content we had last week. So great to hear from them.
1: And finally, just a a shout out to the Scarboroughs, number two. Now completed on the Sausage Roll Club there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and congrats to Nicole for a fastest 5K, even if it was a freedom run.
0: Yes, well done, Nicole. And Mark uh, spoke to the co-ED Matt Clarence, who also rated Fountains Abbey very highly.
1: Yeah, a bit of love for the, uh, the English this week, fittingly so. Yeah, it's all about the Poms. But, Mel, am I right that it's going to be about someone else sometime soon? Nice and broad, that.
0: <laughs> Ollie, Austria is looking at launching a new country, the 23rd country.
1: Yeah, how exciting is that?
0: Yes, in August, Hellbrunn Parkrun, I believe, yep. is going to join the Parkrun family. And
1: I don't know, Mel, like I think I had probably taken it for granted that we'd have any new Parkrun countries in current times with everything going on. Uh, so it, it's really exciting to see. Uh, they're no doubt in the final throws of getting ready. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to watch it very, very closely.
0: Yeah, we will. And there's something else that we're looking forward to, Ollie, that is on the radar and not too far away, which is streaky September. We need to get prepared.
1: We do. I think there's a certain bingo Challenge that I think would be very welcome, very, very welcome.
0: Or should I say, should I say streaky sept meba?
1: Streaky sept meba, it might be. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one of the challenges should be to find a no, that's probably a bit hard to find a sign with a spelling error or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, who's going to make the bingo card can we put a call out to our listeners is anybody out there has got sufficient skills in um bingo no what do you call it when you make these bingo card things
1: creating
0: <laughs> yes I think it's a more technical <laughs> <word for>
1: it. <laughs>
0: it's like like art you know yes like visual art, online, that kind of thing. If anybody can make that for us to share on our platform because we don't have these skills that previous hosts had <laughs> to create said bingo cards, if anybody can help us out, please let us know.
1: That's right. That's right. And I suppose on that note, just as well, we're not the ones creating the ugly shirts. Cause <laughs> <laughs> they might truly be ugly.
0: This is why we outsource.
1: <laughs> that's right yeah i think that'd be great and and hey bingo challenges too we've got to start thinking yeah exactly it's only a matter of weeks to go call it a month maybe (laughs) it's coming it's coming
0: we'll take suggestions for the bingo card if anybody wants to um drop us a line send us an email (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah. and look we may not be able to necessarily include them all i mean there's only 30 days right but uh
0: (laughs) you think we're gonna get more than two
1: (laughs) (laughs) we will see but it will be a lot of fun
0: maybe e-man he's the only one that seems to email us
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh we have had some other emailers as well (laughs) at times yeah we'll see and thank you in advance everyone for for all of the suggestions look mel um another week Mm -hmm. possibly another week of not park run for you and i and thankfully park run for a number of other people but um What's, uh, what, what, what do you think the plans are this coming park run day? Oh,
0: I am waiting eagerly. So currently it's Monday evening, the 26th of July. We are going to hear from our esteemed premier tomorrow morning who will let us know what our relaxed restrictions will be. So mm-hmm. I am not under any illusions, Ollie, that Parkrun will return this coming Saturday. I think that Victoria will take a few more weeks to ease restrictions enough for Parkrun to return. However, mm-hmm. what I am eagerly awaiting is to see how many people I can run with in public and what the kilometre restriction
1: yeah, what will be changed to? Changed, expanded yeah. to. Mm-hmm.
0: Expanded. Yeah, thank you. That's the word I was looking for because I have a few people that are interested in coming to Ellis Pelt Park run.
1: Ooh. Yes.
0: And they are, you know, not necessarily in my five-kilometre bubble currently. So, I need that uh, perimeter to be released. Yep. Now, if that occurs, we do have some um, keen tourists keen to come to Elspells Park Run and awaiting their opportunity because, you know, it's a limited experience. It is, mm.
1: yeah, and that just makes it all the more premium, all the more special. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about you, Ollie?
1: Um, yeah, look, there will be more not park runs. Bass Point not park run. I'm sure in some form, some adapted fashion. I like to call it adaptation rather than just butchering constantly. But, yeah, that, that'll happen, but it, it'll all be Olympic-themed. Uh, I'm not saying necessarily we'll be running Olympic-themed, but there's there's a lot of Olympics going on in our household. In fact, our home Olympics have kicked off. And um, here you are, Bailey Shotters. New Zealand is absolutely kicking the backsides of all the other countries in our home Olympics here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Ollie... Can I just say, yes, is there any chance of a Bass Point Junior Park run with Ava and Zali? Because I did note that mm. Abby was engaging at the end of last week's pod yes. with Zali and Ava. So I think they could maybe do some gymnastic <laughs> ribbons or hoops or something along Bass Point. Junior partner. Yep.
1: Uh, and I think uh, with a little bit of motivation, that would be, uh, I think, quite a good suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. They're a very comfortable, <laughs> <I'd> say, comfortable <laughs> pair in lockdown at the moment, and they, when they get going, they certainly get going. But uh, it's taken them a bit to uh, to get going. So
0: I can just see Ollie; it's the maypole theme I'm seeing in my mind's <laughs> eye. I can see them holding those little ribbon things at uh, the gymnasts yes,
1: use yes, yeah. Like the good little along. part fins they are. Well, sadly, the maypole is back up inside the roof of my uh, my parents in law. But hey. Gymnastics and athletics are both events in our home Olympics, so there's certainly ample opportunity for me to uh, structure the events to suit.
0: Speaking of which, Ollie, Mm. as much as it pains me to mention the word starting with S.
1: Oh, you're referring to (sighs)
0: Shell Harbour? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Do you not have some related, I don't know, celebrities in the Olympics.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, look, there are a couple of park runners out there at the Olympics and shame on me because I haven't done enough research to find them all. I think we also have a a South Australian park runner doing the park run at the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. I have tried a bit of researching the ones that I am absolutely across. There are two Shell Harbour park runners, our former course record holder and our current course record holder of the uh women's and men's respectively uh will both be i think both of them are targeting the 1500 meters that's their prime event so yeah looking forward to to watching uh we'll claim them Shell harbor own jess hull and jai edwards
0: we're very excited and um, looking forward to following them and hoping that they do really well at the olympics
1: in the meantime I will have to do the research and find all the other park runners because uh, it's great to see that, you know, there's a bit of representation. naturally, you know, these guys they get out there and absolutely train more than I could possibly imagine. So it's nice to share a park run with them here and there. But yeah, hopefully that all comes together, just like it did for Pippa on her return to, to England parkrun. Yes. <laughs> but no, I suppose rather than me keep talking about Shell Harbour, we should probably wrap up. Mm. So uh, <laughs> As always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com, especially if you have bingo creating talents or ideas. Or if you're at the Olympics. Absolutely. Drop (laughs) us a line. Tell us how it's going. But for now, that's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures.